My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real? A podcast all about being real. Like, really real, not just cute Instagram real. Like, real. Welcome back to season two of Are You For Real? with Sarah Frick. We are so excited to get started on season two. Um, We were going to hold off until January and then we were like, why are we holding off? Like this is, we are ready to roll. So first of all, let me just say, welcome back. I have uh, missed you guys. I've missed being able to put out so much great content and hearing from you and all the things. So make sure that you're still listening and sharing and talking to me because I, like I said, I've just missed you guys so much. But let me catch you up a little bit since we last talked with you with my dad in September. Um, we have moved, our little family of five have moved. John built us a house and it was completed. And so we were lucky to move into that house and it's lovely and we're happy and getting settled and grounded and doing all those things. And we are also, for those of you that are not local or not part of the studio, we are opening up our second studio. We just signed a lease in Mount Pleasant, which is just north of downtown Charleston. So we are going to be opening up that studio in spring 2020 with a pop-up studio opening, like a little temp studio opening, uh, hopefully before Thanksgiving 2019. So if you are over in Mount Pleasant, north side, come see us. We want to see you guys. Um, yeah, so it's just been good. It's been crazy busy. This is this is kind of like the fitness busy season. We start to get in with us in Charleston. The colder months are always really good for like a heated practice. So people start to come back a little bit and then we go through a little bit of a slump through the holidays when everyone's doing their thing. And then January is my superstar month. It is my shining star of a month. So getting geared up for that, getting really excited. We have a super solid team at the studio right now. And yeah, we're just doing all the things. So today I had a whole thing I was going to talk to you guys about. It's even typed out, written out, and I was going to talk to you about a speech that I gave at Creative Mornings a few weeks ago on the state of flow. And Lindsay and I even started recording it and I like pulled back a few, like 10 minutes in. I was like, this is bullshit. Like I did not feel it. It didn't feel authentic. I felt like I was just constantly repeating myself and I felt honestly, like I was just feeding you guys a bunch of stuff that I've already did. I've already given you and not that it's not good information, but we've already talked about it. So if you're just getting in with us now, like if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, check out season one, because a lot of the stuff I was going to talk about today about career, being in the state of flow, staying in your lane, being present, which are all great things when we actually do them. And they're not just the buzz phrase, like when we're actually in these places of putting them into action, those are all going to be on season one. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about authenticity and truthfulness and all the things that, um, deeper than the words, deeper than just the words, because I think it's so in my industry, especially we all have about 10 words that we use every single day, every single class and every single email. And it almost, it's like, I don't know if complacent is the right word for it, but it feels like this like blanket that we throw over things, right? It's almost like when you're sending someone a text and your like intent is to be like, you're kind of pissed, but you're like heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, exclamation point. Well, don't fucking do that. If you're trying to like really get your point across, I do it too sometimes. Okay. But like, why, what is the root of that? And I constantly come back to this because I love the idea of the unanswerable question, which I think I've talked about on season one, but I'll talk about really quick. So we all have these unanswerable questions. So it's the first thing 
you say to yourself when you walk into a room. And lucky me, I have two. So my unanswerable questions are, do you like me? And do I look okay? (laughs) So every time I walk into a room without fail, do you like me and do I look okay? And now that I have bit, gotten present with these and I put them out, it's like when you when you lock shame in a closet, it grows and it grows and the monster grows. Now that I've put it out there, it's like funny. I'm like, oh, do you like me? Do I look okay? And then I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we we this is old news. But that does creep into my life a lot. The do you like me? The do you like me more than do you look okay? The do you like me comes up, it comes in and it seeps into my relationships. So what I'm talking about, what I'm sharing, if I'm trying to people please, whatever it is, instead of getting like really real and authentic, I'm like almost there. I'm almost there, but I'm making sure everyone's okay. I'm making sure it's PC. I'm making sure everyone feels okay. Everyone like don't want to hurt any feelings or piss anyone off. And of course, in general, I don't want to live in a state of chaos, but I also want to be authentic and real because what else are we doing if we're just constantly throwing around, you know, a bunch of lies basically. I mean, shit, let's call it what it is. And I read this thing the other day and it was a quote from, um, Peta Jean, and she's an author, and she's coming out with a new book, and this is, her new book is coming out actually in 2020, but she wrote this quote, and it says, at what point, truly answer me this, at what point do we actually start living what we've been preaching about the last seven to 10 years in this quote-unquote self-help vortex of quote-unquote, you just have to be yourself, don't care what others think, unquote, because most of us aren't there. We conscious parade ourselves to make sure people know how good a person we are, how much we care, how much we donated, and how dialed in we are to a cause we're not actually dialed into at all. How much can we actually care about? How much energy will we spend on puffing our heart chakra tattooed chest before we get to the super fucking liberating place where we can just say what we mean, care about what we actually care about, want what we want without adding 183 disclaimers onto every syllable that pops out of our mouth, asking for a friend, dot, dot, dot. And I read that and it was like a freaking slap in the face. I was like, amen, amen. You know, the industry that I'm in, it is such a beautiful industry, the fitness, the heart work, the yoga, all of it. And I do feel that like with that comes, like I said, like this soft blanket where we all kind of have to sit and pet and make sure that everyone's okay and we say all the right things and we do all the right things. And instead of just being real and letting it come from this place of like full authenticity and coming from your heart. And when I say the word authenticity, what I mean is things that actually matter to you. Like I love, I love yoga because it makes me feel good. I also love my six pack when I have it. I don't have one right now, but when I do, I like it. I like when my ass looks good. I, I also like when my brain feels grounded. So there is this thing. And I, and I always say one does not negate the other. You can have fitness and you can have a good, solid, giving, loving heart. So, you know, I think we're constantly playing with these ideas. And as we enter into the holidays, you know, we're with family and a lot of times we have to, you know, maybe bite our tongue or people think differently or they have, you know, everything from politics to food to gifts to how you put your kids to bed to who gets up first, how you make the coffee to who you're going to spend it with. Like it can be really exhausting sometimes. And I see my clients, you know, year after year just pushing through the holidays, but doing the same thing, going to the same parties, drinking too much, eating too much, feeling like shit. Um, and then, you know, feeling crummy. And in every January, everyone's like, new start, new start. And it's like, why don't we just, what if we just started now? Looking for a holiday gift? 
Diamonds Direct Winter Trunk Show will be taking place November 15th through the 17th. They're going to be featuring eight different designers from all across the country for a three-day exclusive of 20% off savings event. They're going to have catering by Glazed Donuts on Saturday from 11 to 1, as well as a DJ and other awesome surprises throughout the weekend. Check it out. They're located at 1911 Highway 17 in Mount Pleasant. What if we just said, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to like push myself to make a million other people happy and at like, and I'm suffering. And, and that this honestly, guys, this is me having a conversation with you than anything else. Cause I don't know the answers. I wish I did. I, like I said, at the root of it, I'm still just trying to figure it all out myself. Um, and I think, I think the best thing that I, I've learned to do is it's like my girlfriend, Allison calls it the low hanging fruit. So instead of like fixing it, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel Christmas. We're not going to do this. We're not going to travel. Like instead of making these huge, crazy big changes where everyone's like, Whoa, what happened to her? It's like the low hanging fruit. So it's like you pick something that you can, that's within your reach. What's something like, what's one thing that you can do? Like what's one thing that will keep you grounded during the season? What's one thing that will keep you honest? What's one thing that will keep you connected? What's one thing that will keep you like if you're on a food plan or an exercise plan? And so for me, I'm, I'm going to focus on, you know, one thing that I can do. I don't know what that thing is yet. (laughs) This might not be a very great podcast. I'll come back with it. But I think if I can find one thing just to keep myself rooted and grounded, um, it can be a million, there can be a million different things. Honestly, I was talking to my friend Allison the other day, again, my friend Allison in Charlotte, she's a doctor. And I've been having all this pain in my right side. And it's like been driving me nuts. So it started... It's actually interesting because I haven't had it in a few days. Hmm. Okay. So I, it started a while ago and I, maybe like a year ago, and I went to my, my OB because she is my only doctor I'll claim. She's like, you're not having any more babies. I'm like, I don't care. You're my doctor. Natalie Gregory, love you. And I was like, I need some blood work. And she's like, what's going on? I was like, I think something's wrong with my liver or with my... I don't know, my pancreas, my gallbladder, like I go to these crazy places. She's like, all right, let's do blood work. Does the blood work. She's like, your liver, every, she's like, all of your organs are shiny. You're fine. So a few months pass and I'm like, no, something, it's still in my body. Something's going on, something's going on. And she's like, let's do an ultrasound and more blood work. So we go, we do an ultrasound of all my organs, which my insurance doesn't cover. And we do this ultrasound. She's like, your organs look great. Your blood work looks great. We keep going, keep going. So last week I decided again, or two weeks ago, I decided again that there was something going on, reached out to my friend in Charlotte and she's like, it's not going to hurt to get blood. So I get the blood, come, I I text Natalie again. Hey, it's me, (laughs) your favorite friend. She's like, go down there, get the blood work, get the blood work. Everything's fine. She's like, your sodium's a little low. No surprise there. All you do is sweat. So I'm talking to my friend Allison and she was like, Sarah, I don't care what you want to call it. You want to call it God. You want to call it Jesus. You want to call it the universe. She was like, something is talking to you and they know the way to get your attention is through your body because you listen to your body more than you listen to anything. And so what I was hearing from this was truly, and maybe I'm answering my own question right now, 
was like, I was holding so tight to everything, everything. And it was like manifesting itself like right around my liver. And so what I've learned about the liver is the liver is our filtration system, as we know. Um, But the liver is also directly connected to big thoughts in your brain. So it's your center of creativity. And it's like where your brain does all of its like huge, huge, big landscaping. So our liver tends to sleep until about like 3 a.m., And then it wakes up and it's ready to play. And if you have any like extra heat in your body, I don't care if it's sugar, alcohol, stress, whatever it is, your liver feeds off it. It's like, hell yeah, let's play. Let's play. You up? 3 a.m.? Let's go. Let's talk. Let's make all these big ideas. And I was so exhausted, almost for a year, really. And I was like feeding into it. I'd be like, okay, it's 3 a.m. I'm up. Let's let's start. And then because I couldn't, because I was so exhausted by 10, I'm like shoving caffeine in my mouth. And then to come down at the end of the night, I'm like drinking wine so I can go to sleep. And it was just this crazy cycle. And she's like, I was talking to her about it. And she was like, you're, you're fine, but your body is telling you something. Your body is telling you something and you have to listen to it. And so she's like, what's a low hanging fruit? And this is just in this sense. And I was like, I need to surrender. I need to like pray. I need to just like fucking just let go, like stop balling up my hands so tightly and just let, let it flow as cheesy as that sounds like truly like me holding on to it doesn't mean it's going to like make it any different. I can't control everything. I have to have trust. I have to have faith. I have to just breathe. And truly this conversation has gone from one place to another. I, I see that, <laughs> but now I'm sitting here. I haven't had that pain in my body since I identified that. That is so mind blowing to me. And that's, you know, that's what we talk about all the time is this mind body connect. And so think about it, go back to that quote that I read you. If we're saying something constantly, take care of yourself, self-care, self-help, and we're not doing it ourselves. Like what I just, the story I just told you guys, it's going to manifest itself in your body and it's not going to feel good. And we can't operate from that place. And we can't live from that place because there is no abundance in that place. It is a dry, like deserted desert right? And nobody feels good there. So if you can, maybe it's rest. Maybe you're like, my low hanging fruit is I'm going to go home and take a 30 minute nap. John and I had this couples counselor and she actually, I don't want to say she fired us, but she was like, you guys are like, good, you're good. You can stop coming. And we were like, oh, cool. Okay. But one thing she gave, told us, and you know, we go in there, well, our problems and this and that. She was like, I'm going to tell you what I think you both need. Like instead of writing you a prescription on a piece of paper, she's like, and I know this is going to be a hard one because you both are like very addicted to your success in your career and you're, that's okay. Like that's what we've chosen and we are family and we have lots of young children. She said, but if you could take a 30 minute nap every day, it would change your life. She's like, what you're lacking is rest. So when we rest is when we heal, right? It's when we like produce all the good like serotonin in our body. It's when our body and our cells can regenerate. And when we're not resting, we're not healing. So think about when you're running a million miles an hour. Think about, I'll go back to the holidays when you're like trying to please and you're trying to like mask how you really feel inside and put on this show and your body knows it's not being authentic. So you go to bed and all the big, great, grand creative ideas you have, you're just like putting like the lid on them just to get through the day. And then at 3 a.m. you're up when your liver's going, hey, let's have a chat. And it's just this cycle. So for me, this season, in general, in life, as we move forward, as we move into season two of this podcast, as I have these new guests on here that are not just people that are of my inner circle, like I'm having to expand myself to people I don't know. And that's scary for me. I I work in a community and I'm so grateful and humble, but I'll be honest with you guys. I'm very well celebrated by the people that I work with and I work around. And that 
you know, when people put you on a pedestal, the only thing you can do is fall. So for me to like step off myself and to go humble myself and to meet these people that are doing these insane things in their career, like I'm so excited about all these things. And it's also a really good place for me to surrender being in control and being like the power and being the center of it or whatever it is. And just to like be with. And um, I'm really excited for you guys to join me on this new journey and to see where this takes us. I think season two is going to be different. I think um, we're going to be asking different questions, harder questions, and really getting to the meat of things. So it's not just another um, hashtag live your best life podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with living your best life, but like I don't live my best life every day and that's okay. Um, I don't even live like you know, an okay life some days. Some days the shit is on the floor. Think about when you say things that like you say all the time, like John and I get off the phone, we're like, all right, love you, bye. Okay, that doesn't mean anything to me, right? Like when you really connect with somebody and you're like looking them in the eyes and I honestly, I, I now that I'm thinking about this, I feel that like I do this more with my children than I do with John and that's, that's this is a good like moment for me of like to think about that. Like when I look at them. And I look at these little person and I'm like, I love you so much. I could, I would literally put your cheek in my mouth and chew on it. Like you are part of me and the love is like flowing. And I want to be more conscious of this too. Like the words that I'm using, like, you know, you know, our words are basically, it's our, our testament to the world. It's, it's how we share. And, and let's all be more conscious of that. Like, let's not just throw around things because it seems like the right word to say, or, you know, if someone says, you know, how's your day? I'm good. I mean, we don't have to diatribe every time, but like, be real. You know what? I'm having a shitty day today. Cool. Cause you know what happens when you're real, you give someone else freedom to be real. And that's, that's really what we're up to. It's going to, it's going to be the collective community locally, your local collective community that is going to change your world in a bigger way. And that's how we grow. And that's how things change. It's just the conversation over and over. And, and in that conversation, all I'm looking for from my people and from the people that I actually want to connect with. And when I say connect, I mean, make, that's another one of those words, make eye contact and to feel what they're saying, right, in the community. That's another one of those words. So for me, community means that people that are listening, because we are in this place in our country right now where people are hungry and they are looking for change and they are, they're looking to do work. So for me to connect, to find the people that are like, yes, yes, I'm with you. I'm not just saying I'm with you. And then in the community to elevate that and to make that shift actually happen. So watching where our words land, doing the things we say we're going to do, not just talking about heart work, not just, you know, talking about these things, but like go out there and make it happen. Give back to, to people that need it. Give back to your damn self. Go tell that person, I'm going to call John after this and not be like, love you. Bye. I'm going to be like, Hey dude, thank you for building me a house this year. Thank you for loving my children with me. Thank you for loving me when I'm on the floor crying. Thank you for loving me through grief. Thank you for supporting my career. I love you. Thank you. So we're going to be working through that kind of stuff. And we are just so excited to have you guys with us um, on this journey. So happy season two.